0: Caring for a person with memory loss or dementia can be challenging. The following 10 steps can help caregivers provide the best possible care for those with the disease, while maintaining their own health and well-being. Step 1, get a diagnosis as early as possible based on a thorough memory. Assessment or Cognitive Evaluation When a family member or friend is showing signs of memory loss or other cognitive difficulties, it's time to talk to his or her primary doctor about these concerns. The primary doctor may evaluate the person or you may want to make an appointment with a geriatric specialist or at a memory assessment clinic. A good evaluation includes thorough physical, cognitive, and laboratory testing, as well as obtaining a detailed description of the cognitive changes that the patient and or family have observed an early diagnosis is important because there are many things that can cause memory loss and other cognitive changes and the person's condition may be treatable or reversible if a disease such as alzheimer's is diagnosed treatments are available that can delay the progression of symptoms and are most effective if started early in the disease process families learn more about what to expect and what the course of the illness may be and are better able to plan for the future together. The person with a disease can take a more active role in legal and financial planning decisions, learn tips and coping strategies, and choose how to prioritize the time remaining before symptoms worsen. Available from the Alzheimer's and Dementia Alliance. Community Resource Guides with Listings of Memory Assessment Clinics. Understanding Alzheimer's Disease Brochure. Information about other dementias such as vascular dementia, dementia with Lewy bodies, and frontotemporal dementia. Treating Alzheimer's Disease, a Guide to Medications Brochure. Other Information on Getting a Diagnosis and Working with the Doctor. 2. Step 2. Educate Yourself and Others. Education is important because Alzheimer's and other dementia-causing diseases bring new and unfamiliar challenges and issues for families. Learning about the disease and how to manage it may let you know what to expect throughout the course of the illness. Help to alleviate the stress of the unknown. Help you make informed decisions and be prepared for the future. Help you learn effective caregiving skills and techniques in order to provide A better quality of life for your loved one at all stages of the disease. Ways to educate yourself and your family. Have family members present at time of diagnosis and at follow-up meetings. So that everyone hears the same information and is able to ask questions. Attend Alzheimer's and Dementia Alliance educational programs and support. Groups. Visit the Alzheimer's and Dementia Alliance website for up to date information. Read books, informational brochures, and handouts. Become familiar with local resources available from the Alzheimer's and Dementia Alliance Crossing Bridges, support and information series for persons with early memory impairment and their families. Family education programs on a variety of topics. Lending library. Books, videos, and DVDs available for loan. Information packets, brochures, and handouts on a variety of topics. Community resource guides, information about services in your area. Helpline call us 24 7 1 800 272 3900. TDD 1 866 403 3073. Telephone support is available. Individual and family consultation, specialists are available to talk with you on the phone or in person to provide support and help in planning and problem solving. Step 3, Get support from others. Trying to do it all yourself could exhaust you and affect your health. The support of family and friends can be an enormous help. Be open to asking for help from friends, family, neighbors, faith community, etc. Use the community services available to you. Join a caregiver support group. Talk with friends and family. Available from the Alzheimer's and Dementia Alliance. Helpline Call 24-7-1-800-272-3900. TDD-1-866-403-3073 Telephone Support. Caregiver support groups, individual and family consultation specialists are available to talk with you on the phone or in person to provide support and help in planning and problem solving. Step 4 Make future plans with family. It is important to plan early because, in the early stages, the person with Alzheimer's or other dementia can still be actively involved in making decisions for the future. A plan will be in place as needs change or in case of a crisis situation. The family will know the person's wishes, which may lessen confusion or disagreements when plans need to be implemented. Family members can each be clear on how they can help and what their limits are. How to begin planning Hold a family meeting involving as many family members and loved ones as possible. Get input from everyone including the person with Alzheimer's or other dementia if they are still capable of participating. Identify potential future needs and how these will be met and by whom. Set up clear lines of communication. Be realistic and empathetic with each other. Available from the Alzheimer's and Dementia Alliance. Individual and family consultation specialists are available to talk with you on the phone or in person to help identify issues or to get ideas on how to plan a family meeting. Handouts available on how to hold a family meeting. Handouts and brochures available on issues to consider when planning. Step 5, begin legal and financial planning. Legal and financial planning should begin as soon as possible and includes putting in place documents that Authorize another person to make health care and financial decisions as well as developing financial plans for long-term care coverage. How to begin planning Complete a health care power of attorney for yourself and for the person with Alzheimer's or other dementia. This form appoints a family member or friend to be the health care agent and to make health-related decisions when the person is no longer capable There are standard forms available through the Wisconsin Department of Health and Family Services and some social service and health providers. Complete a power of attorney for finances and property. This appoints an agent to handle financial matters for the person. Although standard forms are available, it is usually recommended that an attorney help prepare the PO for finances and property. Consult an attorney with experience in elder law to determine if there are other things you need to consider for your particular circumstances. Available from the Alzheimer's and Dementia Alliance List of elder law attorneys in the area Getting your affairs in order and legal and financial planning for people with Alzheimer's disease brochures General information on legal and financial options available Legal and Financial Planning Seminar held several times each year with area attorneys. Step 6. Make adjustments to support the person with dementia. Make adaptations to accommodate changing needs and to provide a safe and supportive environment. Provide routine and structure to the day to lessen confusion and promote success. Adjust ways of communicating. People with dementia may find it increasingly Difficult to express themselves in words and have trouble understanding what has been said, but the need for communication continues to be important even as the disease progresses. Try new approaches to listening and speaking. Connect the person to his, for environment through enjoyable involvement and activities that structure time and make the best of retained and existing abilities. You can continue to enjoy time together and share special moments. Available from the Alzheimer's and Dementia Alliance. Caring for a Person with Alzheimer's Disease Guide. Home Safety for People with Alzheimer's Disease Booklet. Additional handouts and informational material on these and related topics. Helpline, 1-888-308-6251, Telephone Support. Individual and Family Consultation, specialists are available to talk with you on the phone or in person to provide support and help in planning and problem solving. Step 7, Use Available Services and Assistance Types of Services You May Need In-home respite and companion care Home Maintenance Services, Cleaning, Yard Work, etc. Home Health and Personal Care Services Adult Day Programs Geriatric Case Managers Senior Coalitions or County Aging Units Financial Assistance Available in Community Social Security Disability Insurance, SSDI, Dash for those under age 65 Community Options Program, COP, or Family Care Alzheimer's Family and Caregiver Support Program, CSP, Medical Assistance, M.A also called Medicaid. National Family Caregiver Support Program, NFCSP. Available from the Alzheimer's and Dementia Alliance. Community resource guides listings of services, agencies, and facilities in your area. Brochures and information on how to access services and what to look for. Legal and Financial Planning Seminar. Step 8, Learn About Facility Care. Choosing facility care is never an easy decision for families. Yet, there may come a time when the person with dementia needs a more structured setting. Some facilities have dementia-specific units or special care units to provide specialized programming and care for persons with Alzheimer's disease or a related disorder. It is important to remember that there is no right time for everyone Each person and family is different, and there are many factors to consider. Some factors to consider when making the decision. Is the person having increasing difficulty with personal care and needing more assistance? Is the home environment no longer safe for the person? Is caregiving taking a toll on the caregiver's physical and emotional health? Types of Facility Care Residential Care Apartment Complex, RCAC Adult Family Homes, AFH Community Based Residential Facilities, CBRF Nursing Homes Available from the Alzheimer's and Dementia Alliance Residential Care, A Guide for Choosing a New Home Handout Information on when and how to make the decision regarding facility care Resource Guides that List Facilities in Your Area Making the Move to Facility Care Workshop Step 9 Take care of yourself and manage your stress level. In order to be an effective caregiver, you need to maintain your own health and well-being. It's easy for caregivers to devote themselves totally to caregiving and neglect their own needs. Don't fall into that habit. Stress can manifest itself physically. Blurred vision. Digestive problems, high blood pressure, emotionally, depression. Frustration loss of self-esteem, and behaviorally, irritability, lack of concentration, loss of appetite. B. alert to your own stress symptoms and get help. Ways to take care of yourself. Try to get adequate sleep and exercise, and maintain a healthy diet. Maintain friendships, interests, and hobbies. Have realistic expectations of yourself and your loved one. Take one day at a time and avoid anticipating the worst. Available from the Alzheimer's and Dementia Alliance. Additional Information and Handouts Helpline Call 24-7-1-800-272-3900 TDD-1-866-403-3073 Telephone Support Individual and Family Consultation Specialists are available to talk with you. On the phone or in person to provide support and help in planning and problem solving. Taking care of you, powerful tools for caregiving classes. Caregiver support groups. Step 10 Give yourself credit, not guilt. You are human. You may occasionally lose patience and do or say things you may regret. Remind yourself that you weren't perfect before you became a caregiver. And there's no reason to expect perfection now. Give yourself credit. We all do the best we can in our particular circumstances. You are there for your family member with dementia, and that's something to be proud of. 1. Start your day with a routine that refreshes. Some family caregivers start the day with time for reflection, others begin their day by taking a few moments to journal. Others say a prayer or meditation or a devotion. Create a ritual that's just right for you, that helps you find and keep your perspective. 2. Live in the present. Fretting about the past and worrying about the future. Takes you out of what you can control, today. Take one day at a time. Focusing on today's needs, planting seeds for tomorrows. 3 express frustrations to a comforting support system. Caregiving can be so lonely, but it's awful when you feel you must go it alone. Vent a comforting support system that neither judges or shoulds you. Let it out. So you let it go. 4. Really and truly embrace forgiveness. Our weekly care plans encourage you to look at forgiveness as an important part of your wellness. A good Beginning happens because of a good ending. Forgiveness helps create those good endings. 5. Take a daily temperature of your situation by asking these two questions Do I have what I need? Does my career have what he or she needs? Then, take action. 6. End the day by listing three gratitudes. Count your blessings because that's how your blessings count. And, when you keep track, you keep building the blessings. 7. Practice your faith, whatever your faith may be. Faith in a higher power. Who has called you to a greater good adds meaning to an experience that spurs more questions than answers. 8. Enjoy the humor in the day. It's funny. When it is, laugh. When you laugh, you show appreciation for an incredible gift we're given, a sense of humor. Exercise it. 9 keep in mind this too shall pass oh boy it can seem like loss and darkness has settled in your home permanently they may overstay there welcome but they will be replaced by growth and light they will 10 believe in yourself it keeps everyone else believing and on those days when you just can't believe all that's happened or believe in your ability to manage it No, we believe in you. And, we don't ever stop. Whether you have moved into the role of caregiver gradually or suddenly, you may feel alone, unprepared, and overwhelmed by what is expected of you. These feelings, as well as other emotions fear, sadness, anxiety, guilt, frustration, and even anger are normal and may come and go throughout your time of providing care. Although it may not seem possible, Along with challenges will come the unanticipated gifts of caregiving forgiveness, compassion, courage, that can weave hardship into hope and healing. Each caregiving family faces unique circumstances, but some general strategies can help you navigate the path ahead. As a traveler in new terrain, it is wise to educate yourself as best you can about the landscape and develop a plan accordingly. With the flexibility to accommodate changes. Along the way. Below are 10 steps to help you set your course. Step 1. Lay the foundation. Establishing a baseline of information lays the groundwork for making current. And future care decisions. Talk with your loved one, family and friends. What. Was mom normally like? How has she changed? How long has she been? Forgetting to take her medicine? When did she stop paying her bills? Answers to questions such as these help create a picture of what is going on and for how long. This basic information not only gives you a realistic view of the situation, but also provides an important foundation for professionals who may be called in to make a more formal assessment. Step 2. Get a Medical Assessment and Diagnosis It's very important for your loved one to get a comprehensive medical exam from a qualified health care team that reviews both physical and mental health. Many medical conditions can cause dementia-like symptoms, such as depression and medication interactions. Often these conditions can be reversed if they are caught early enough. Additionally, new drug treatments for diseases such as Alzheimer's and Parkinson's diseases may be most effective in the early stages of the disease. A confirmed diagnosis is essential in accurately determining treatment options, identifying risks and planning for the future. Take your loved one to a memory disorder clinic, if one exists in your community, to get an accurate diagnosis. Step 3. Educate Yourself Your loved one and your family. Information is empowering. Talk to doctors, health and social service professionals, and people going through similar experiences. Read books and brochures. Do research at the library and on the internet. Learn how the disease progresses, the level of care that will be needed, and what resources may be available to help. Keep a notebook and a file folder of information. You collect that you can refer back to when needed. Knowledge will increase your confidence and may reduce the anxiety and fear that many of us feel in the face of the unknown. Step 4. Determine your loved one's needs. Care assessment tools include a variety of questionnaires and tests designed to determine the level of assistance someone needs and establishes their personal preferences for care, for example. Bathing in the morning rather than the afternoon. Each situation is different. While one person in the beginning stages of Alzheimer's may need assistance with grocery shopping and bill paying, another in later stages may have problems with dressing, eating and hygiene. Assessments usually consider at least the following categories. Personal care, bathing, eating, dressing, toileting, grooming household care cooking, cleaning, laundry, shopping, finances, health care, medication, management, physician's appointments, physical therapy, emotional care, companionship, meaningful activities, conversation supervision, oversight for safety at home and to prevent wandering. Some hospitals, area agencies, on aging, triple A's, city or county agencies, caregiver resource centers, or other government or private organizations. Offer consultation and assessments specifically designed for older people. Called geriatric or needs assessments, for little, if any, cost. Another option is hiring, for a fee, a geriatric care manager or a licensed clinical social worker. These professionals can be helpful in guiding you to the best care in your area advise you on community resources, assist in arranging for services, and provide you and your loved one with continuity and familiarity throughout the illness. Step 5. Outline a care plan. Once your loved one has received a diagnosis and completed a needs assessment, it will be easier for you, possibly with help from a professional, to formulate a care plan and strategy to provide the best care for your loved one and yourself. It's a good idea to take some time to think about both short and long-term needs. This plan will always be a work in progress, as your loved one's needs will change over time. To start developing a plan, first list the things you are capable of, have time for, and are willing to do. Then list those things that you would like or need help with, now or in the future. Next. List all your informal supports that is, siblings, other family, friends, neighbors and think about how each person might be able to provide assistance. List any advantages and disadvantages that might be involved in asking these people to help. Write down ideas for overcoming the disadvantages. Repeat the list for formal support, for example, community services, paid home care workers, day, programs. It is important to set a time frame for any action or activities planned. Also, it is wise to have a backup plan should something happen to you, both for the short term and the long term. Step 6. Look at finances. Most people prefer to keep their financial affairs private in order to best prepare and provide for a loved one's care. However, you will need to gain a Full understanding of his or her financial assets and liabilities. This transition can be uncomfortable and difficult. Consider having an attorney or financial planner assist you through the process. Assistance from a trained professional may reduce family tension and, if desired, provide you with a professional financial assessment and advice. Try to include your loved one as much as possible in this process. Next, develop a list of financial assets and liabilities, checking and savings accounts, social security income, certificates of deposit, stocks and bonds, real estate deeds, insurance policies and annuities, retirement or pension benefits, credit card debts, home mortgages and loans, and so forth. It's best to keep all these records in one or two places, such as a safety Deposit box and a home file cabinet, and regularly update them. Keep a record of when to expect money coming in and when bills are due. You may need to establish a system to pay bills. Perhaps you'll need to open a new checking account or add your name to an existing one. Step 7. Review legal documents. Like finances, legal matters can also be a delicate, but necessary, subject to discuss. Clear and legally binding documents ensure that your loved ones wishes and decisions will be carried out. These documents can authorize you or another person to make legal, financial and health care decisions on behalf of someone else. Again, having an attorney bring up the issue and oversee any necessary paperwork can take the pressure off of you, as well as Provide assurance that you are legally prepared for what lies ahead. Other legal documents that you will want to find and place in an accessible location include social security numbers, birth, marriage, and death, certificates, divorce decrees, and property settlements, military records, income tax returns, and wills, including the attorney's name and executor, trust agreements, and burial arrangements. At some point, you may need to determine eligibility for such public programs as Medicaid. It's helpful to speak with an elder law specialist. Information about low-cost elder legal services may be available through the area agency on aging in your community. Step 8. Safety-proof your home. Caregivers often learn, through trial and error, the best ways to help an impaired relative maintain routines for eating hygiene and other activities. At home, you may need special training in the use of assistive equipment and managing difficult behavior. It is also important to follow a safety checklist. Be aware of potential dangers from fire hazards such as stoves, other appliances, cigarettes, lighters and mashes, sharp objects such as knives, razors and sewing needles, Poisons. Medicines, hazardous household products, loose rugs, furniture, and cluttered pathways, inadequate lighting, water heater temperature adjust setting to avoid burns from hot water. Cars did not allow an impaired person to drive items outside that may cause falls, such as hoses, tools, gates. Be sure to provide emergency exits, locks to secure the house, and if necessary, door alarms or an identification bracelet and a current photo in case your loved one wanders bathroom grab bars non-skid rugs paper cups rather than glass supervision of food and alcohol consumption to ensure proper nutrition and to monitor intake of too much or too little food emergency phone numbers and information medication monitoring step 9 connect with others Joining a support group will connect you with other caregivers facing similar circumstances. Support group members provide one another with social and emotional support, as well as practical information and advice about local resources. Support groups also provide a safe and confidential place for caregivers to vent frustrations, share ideas and learn new caregiving strategies. If you can't get away from the house, online support groups offer opportunities to connect with other caregivers nationwide. Another way to meet others going through a similar experience is by attending special workshops or meetings sponsored by organizations such as the local chapter of the Alzheimer's Association or Multiple Sclerosis Society. Step 10. Take Care of Yourself Although this step appears last on this list, it is the most important step. Caregiving is stressful, particularly for those caring for someone with dementia. Caregivers are more likely than their non-caregiving peers to be at risk for depression, heart disease, high blood pressure and other chronic illnesses, even death. Caregivers of persons with dementia are at even higher risk for poor health. The following simple Basic preventative health care and self care measures can improve your health and your ability to continue providing the best care for your loved one. Practice daily exercise. Incorporating even a small amount of regular exercise into your daily routine can do wonders that can improve your night's sleep, reduce stress and negative emotions, relax muscular tension, and increase your mental alertness and energy levels. The latest research shows health benefits from walking just 20 minutes a day, three times a week. Talk to your doctor about an exercise routine that is best for you. Eat nutritious meals and snacks. Caregivers often fall into poor eating. Habits eating too much or too little, snacking on junk food, skipping meals, and so on. Much of eating is habit, so make it a point each week to add a new Healthy eating habit. For example, if breakfast is simply a cup of coffee, try adding just one healthy food a piece of fresh fruit, a glass of juice, whole grain toast. Small changes add up and can be realistically incorporated into a daily schedule. Get adequate sleep. Many caregivers suffer from chronic lack of sleep, resulting in exhaustion, fatigue, and low energy levels. Depleted physical. Energy in turn affects our emotional outlook, increasing negative feelings such as irritability, sadness, anger, pessimism and stress. Ideally, most people need 6 to 8 hours of sleep in a 24-hour period. If you are not getting enough sleep at night, try to take catnaps during the day. If possible, make arrangements to get at least one full night's rest each week or several hours of sleep during the day if the person you care for is awake at night make arrangements for substitute care or talk to his or her physician about sleep medication get regular medical checkups even if you have always enjoyed good health being a caregiver increases your risk for developing a number of health problems regular medical and dental checkups are important health maintenance steps Inform your doctor of your caregiving role and how you are coping. Depression is a common and treatable disease. If you are experiencing symptoms such as a lingering sadness, apathy, and hopelessness tell doctor. Take time for yourself. Recreation is not a luxury, it is a necessary time to recreate to renew yourself. At least once a week for a few hours at a time. You need time just for yourself to read a book, go out to lunch with a friend, or go for a walk.